never let you down, I'ma shine on sight Keep your mind on your grind and off of mine's alright right. Hard, I'ma ball, don't know squares I float in quarter million dollar cars everywhere I go I know, in the lead it may see me, might be But no matter what they doing, they don't do it like me Like a G, I hold it down for the town I'm at In a flash like that, recognize I'm back Strike a back, catch a This is Real Talk with Ben Tompkins Oh, it's good to be back. Oh, it's so good to be back. Baby, how you doing? Oh, you feel that? Do you feel that? I feel it. (laughs) Yo, I'm back. I'm back, motherfucker. We back up in this booth, and I'm back in the whip. Oh, my God, guys. I got my car back. I got the whip back. That spaceship, all right? And um, next week, we're going to have Uber Stories Part 21. So I'm actually going out, and I'm taping this on a Tuesday. Episodes drop every Wednesday, and I'm going to go out and drive tonight. So I'm going to get some stories tonight, and then I'm going to continue to drive throughout the rest of the week. I'll drive all weekend long because, A, I need the money, and, B, I need the stories. And then next Wednesday, we're going to have Uber Stories Part 21. (laughs) Oh, my God, guys. We made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. Um, I just got to say... Over the last four weeks, I have never been tested as hard as I have um, in my life. The last four weeks were honestly a true testament to uh, the new ways that I've created and established for myself in which I deal with things and I overcome things and uh, staying positive helped. But also, I went through a pretty, uh, you know, not not a big mood swing, but a mild mood swing, you know, uh, getting done with the holidays and, you know, just kind of wanting to bury myself back in the work and back on road and just feeling like you're going, everything's new, people are new, oh, you know, you're just constantly in motion. I need that. I need that, you know, and uh, sitting still is hard for me. I've struggled with it since birth, Okay. And I was forced to sit still and and just idle for four weeks in a row, basically. And I haven't taken a single ride since Christmas. And, you know, the holidays were great. I got through the holidays, but I really wanted to carry that momentum into 2021. And you know what? I didn't start the year the way that I had envisioned that I would, but... I did a lot of other things um, that are certainly have set me up well moving forward, and I didn't crash and burn. And even when I started to, like, I, I, I'm just kind of getting out of a depressive episode that lasted about a week and a half, about a week and a half, where I was just realizing, you know what, I really don't have the energy or the motivation to do anything. I kind of just want to stay in bed, and nothing's going to get better. Everything sucks, you know? <laughs> it's like your brain is telling you that. My brain is telling me that. And I'm like, you know what? No, 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 no. Um, you know, uh, about a month ago, I talked about getting on a new medication and starting a new medication, and that really helped. That actually did really help because I went up and I was manic, and it wasn't as bad and fully blown as other manic episodes. And it wasn't even a manic episode. It was just, oh, I'm, I'm kind of experiencing symptoms of mania right now. And then followed by a crash. And after the holidays and everything, uh, I'm sitting around here like, great, now it's a motherfucking Wednesday and I still don't have my car and I don't know when I'm going to get it back. And so that can create a hopelessness, right? When you don't know how long it's going to be until you can do your thing, that can really start to kind of creep in. And then, you're, you know, at, at least for me, I'm a little bit more susceptible to be like, 
all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'm not going to do this. And fuck it. I guess, you know, fuck these other goals that I had set. And I'm not going to read. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym. But, you know, and I, I just didn't do that. You know, I stayed consistent with the gym. I stayed mostly consistent with dieting. And um, yeah, I might have eaten a little bit more junk food um, during that depressive time. But you know what? It didn't, I didn't let it get to a fully blown binge where after a day of maybe eating a pizza, or let's be honest, I ate two pizzas and some cheese sticks from Pizza Hut and then a two liter of wild cherry Pepsi, (laughs) all spread out amongst a Saturday. So that was kind of bad. But you know what? You know, in May, I would have let that Saturday become a Sunday where I go eat Dunkin' Donuts in the morning and then maybe I go and get another like five guys for lunch and then by dinner time, I hate myself completely, can't start the week and I, I'm i just like totally fucked for the rest of the week because now I'm also probably letting it get into other stuff. Like I'm probably cheating on the diet more and more and it can get bad, you know, it can get really bad. But I, I didn't do that. I managed it really well and I'm very proud proud of that and the last four weeks it could have broken me you know and certainly like if I wasn't in a better place like it might have it might have you know and I might have believed that voice inside me that's like stay down get down bitch stay down you know but I'm like no fuck that I'm gonna be ready to go as soon as I get this whip back get back on road and back to the hits back to the fucking hits baby so That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And I really don't have a lot to share here in this episode because, you know, I just got the car back. Literally today, everything is ready to go on it. And, you know, God forbid I deal with any other bullshit. Okay, I can't take it anymore. I I almost, you know, I, I was like teetering towards a breakdown there for a minute, you know, really, really, you know, three weeks in, I'm going, what the fuck, man, you know, I don't know how many more weeks I can come on this show and be like, all right, guys, little car update, yep, 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 just, uh, you know, positive thinking, guys, it's like, no, it's like, that works for a couple weeks, sure, but then at some point, you're like, fuck, man, this sucks, this sucks, and it did, and it did, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm invigorated and I'm revitalized by the last four weeks because, yeah, something that could have broken me didn't. I didn't let it. And um, I'm stronger now. I'm getting better still, you know? That's a great feeling. That's a great thing to be able to say. And um, I'm just really excited because now that I got it back, it's like full steam ahead, man. The rest of this year, I'm going to dominate it. I am. And there will be times where I, I go through more mood swings and I get depressed and I go up and I go down and, and maybe I stay down for longer next time. I don't know. Um, I don't think that I will, but it's unpredictable. I don't know. You know, but I feel good about all of the things that I've 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 I'm doing right now that kind of limit that. And yeah, the meds help a little bit, sure. And um, but also just, you know, it's just like I, I have a better understanding of everything, and and sometimes uh, it's not just the knowledge, it's the application of the knowledge. That's a big thing, right? So you could be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't apply yourself, you're a dumbass, okay? And so it's one thing to know this stuff, right? It's one thing to know yourself, but then can you apply the knowledge, and can your actions align with your vision and where you're trying to go? And I'm telling you right now, 2021 is going to be the best year of my life. 2020 was actually one of the best years of my life, believe it or not. Um, And I I talked about that. So the last four weeks, because we haven't 
done Uber stories has been a lot of stuff about me. You know, I've shared a lot um, in the New Year's special and in the Christmas special. And I feel really good about that. I feel very good about that. And, um, you know, looking ahead, um, Uber stories will be back next week. And then the next several weeks, since I didn't have, and in the absence of Uber stories and driving, that let me have a lot more time that I could spend booking guests and lining up interviews. And so now I've banked content. I'm sitting on several interviews and have several more lined up. So we're probably going to be going at this thing, Uber stories on Wednesdays and interviews on Fridays, like a bonus episode, right? And moving forward, that's probably going to be like that for the next two months. And then after that, um, you know, I'll, I'll continue to try and spend time, like a goal of mine that I set. It's like two hours a week, spending time looking for guests, reaching out, and booking people. And so the next couple weeks, I'm really excited because we've got some great guests, guys. Sean Bowdy is a friend and a former classmate, and he is one of the reporters at Wave 3 News here in Louisville. And, you know, we had a lot of journalism classes together. He's an OG. I love Sean. And, um, you know, somebody suggested to me, hey, you know what might be an interesting idea for an episode? I'd love to hear you chop it up with somebody that's working in the local news, especially here, and just get their perspective on what it's like to have covered the Breonna Taylor case and all of the protests here in Louisville. What it's been like being a reporter and in a newsroom during COVID when everything's changing and you have no fucking idea what the next week and what the next day is going to bring. What's it been like being a journalist in a Trump era and Thank God, you know, that's done. But what's it been like? Like, what were you guys talking about amongst yourselves, the reporters and everybody, um, when the people tried to storm the fucking Capitol and try to take shit over? Like, this was like a coup d'etat, like some kind of a foreign, like, what is this? What are we doing here? Is this America? Last time I checked, it was. And last time I checked, we have the freedom of the press and journalists have the first fucking amendment. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, dude, let's, let's, let's do it. So he came over, came Came to the studio, we chopped it up, it was good. That's gonna come out next week. And then the following week, two weeks from now, I am so honored to be able to present to you guys one of the leading experts in bipolar, in the field of bipolar, somebody that has bipolar and somebody that has lived with it and has been writing the longest blog, like the longest running blog on bipolar there is. Her name is Julie Fast, and Julie is an expert in the field. She's a highly sought after um, interview, and uh, you know, uh, we sat down and we started going, and then you guys are not going to fucking believe this, but my internet was kind of acting crazy. So I'm like, oh my God, this is nuts. Like I got this awesome interview lined up, and then this shit is hitting the fan. So she's like, listen, I've enjoyed speaking with you. We literally got like an hour down and I was like oh my god like this audio is awful and I like this is bad I've never this has never happened to me before and, and like we had to log off and get back on the zoom call like three times because the 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 video was freezing and the audio was jumpy and I was just like going oh this is this is a nightmare but she was so understanding and um, she was enjoying the conversation so much. You know what she said? She said that um, she, because she, she like turned it around and she was interviewing me and she was like, um, what I've noticed is that of the tens of thousands of people that follow me across my social media channels, 
I find that it's like 80 to 90% women and like 10 to 20% male. And I've been doing this since 2002, writing my blog and being one of these experts that come on shows like yours. And I've noticed that there's not a lot of guys in the field. Do, do you have any um, thoughts on that? And I was like, actually, yeah, I do. I do have a lot of thoughts on that. And she told me, like, you're one of the only ones, and, and this has been great. So even though we taped for an hour, <laughs> she's like, no, this will be great because this this let us get to know each other a little bit, and now it's only going to make our next one better. So she enjoyed it so much that she wanted to come back on, and we're going to get her scheduled back on. And hopefully um, I'll, I'll do that and get that done so two weeks from now that can drop. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. And we do not hold back. I'm telling you right now. I mean, Julie, uh, you know, is unfiltered. And and that's the only way that you can be with some of this stuff. When you're talking about life and death, you can't hold back, dude. It's got to be unfiltered, unflinching reality. It's got to be real talk. And that's what we do, baby. So she's going to come on. And I am fucking exhilarated to be able to bring that interview to you guys. Because it's, it's deep. And it's raw. And I think you guys will really like it. And if you know somebody with bipolar or, or, you know, maybe not necessarily bipolar, but just struggling with mental health stuff, or if you yourself are struggling with mental health stuff, it helps to talk to people. So hit me up. Um, You know, Julie offers coaching so you could hit her up, um, buy her books. She's a best-selling author. She's got four books that she's written, and uh, it's it's really, it's it's good stuff. So, you know, speak to somebody that you feel comfortable with. Um, go to a psychiatrist, you know, like I, there's no stigma in that. And because uh, think about it, like, listen, you're going to sit and talk to somebody that's probably smarter than you, and they're going to be able to pull out things that you aren't able to see for yourself and then hand those to you and be like, here, examine this. You're going to be like, great. I would have probably never come to that realization unless you helped guide me there. I mean, that's all this stuff is. That's all this stuff is, you know? That's how I see it. And uh, yeah, man, if if you think that there's a stigma around that or if you don't feel comfortable talking about it or if you're one of these guys that has this male machismo ego bullshit, it's like, dude, grow up. Grow up and get help, all right? Grow up and get help. After Julie, um, I, I have another guest who's going to come on, and we spend a lot of time talking about emotional triggers and getting things done while you're depressed. Her name is Carrie Campbell. She's an artist. She writes for psychology.com. She's written extensively on emotional triggers, and we spent a really great hour um, discussing that and going deep into that, and uh, it's going to be great. And then that's like three weeks after that, I've got more guests lined up, so I'm not going to plug those just yet. So if anything happens, you know, I'm not in one of these situations where it's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna promote this thing, and then you know, for whatever reason, they have to move it out, and then you know, I'm left kind of going, all right, well, next time, you know, like sometimes that happens and it's unavoidable, but uh, you know, given enough time, you know, I got three weeks now, and. Uh, you know, about basically a month. So I'm just going to keep on plugging along and we'll have those on Friday. So interviews on Fridays, Uber stories on Wednesdays. And guys, I can't even wait to drop that next week. We're going to be back on road. We're going to be back on road. And I'm, I'm just, I'm 
fucking exhilarated, baby. I am so happy. I'm so happy about it. So that's all I got, man. This one's a really quick one. Just kind of letting you know what we're doing moving forward. Wanted to touch base with you guys and not let a week go by without something, something from the kid. And like, come on, man. I, I, I'm not going to miss out on an opportunity to keep adding to the playlist that I've got on Apple Music and Spotify. Look up Real Talk with Ben Tompkins, and this list, I'm telling you what, it continues to grow week by week into the hardest list that you've ever seen in your life. That is no exaggeration. I know sometimes I can get on here and kind of be like, hey, you know, it's great, or it's the biggest, or it's the best. Like, no, I'm telling you what, guys, this playlist, I shit you not, this thing is fire. That's real talk. That's real talk right there, baby. All right, man, that's all I got. I will see you guys next week. Uber Stories Part 21. We're back on road. I got the whip. And now we're going to fucking leave all this bullshit these last four weeks in the rearview mirror and just hit the gas, baby. (laughs) Be well, my friends. I'll see you next week. I am Ben Tompkins. That is Real Talk.